Welcome to the series Training Reps. Is your training relevant, efficient, productive, and do you simulate golf? Before we apply, we got to make sure our concepts are correct. This is a concept video. Hey there, Fuel and GameForge members. This is Brian Bailey bringing you a new training rep. Relevant, efficient, productive, and simulate golf. Uh, this would be a concept issue. So the really cool thing that I really, really enjoy about what we do is I get to interact with a lot of players and coaches, and I get great feedback. Um, I created the training triad, which is kind of taking pieces and really trying to isolate. From that, it turned into training reps, was kind of my evolution of how to make people understand this uh, these concepts inside of GameForge even easier to understand. And then I had a great conversation with a player and a coach and they said sometimes when you speak you think that everybody knows exactly what you're talking about which is a fair critique of myself um, so they said if you would create the training rep videos yes do case studies let us learn from that but also come back to the concepts and make sure we have the concept right so here we go so training reps will be kind of taking the place of the triad and then like I said I've kind of efficiently changed the model so now training reps will be two parts. We're going to talk about a major concept, make sure we have the concept correct. And then from that, I'll create the secondary video, which will give you a bunch of case studies on how to apply reps uh, to the areas that need help. And that way they completely understand the concept we're trying to get to. So in this one, we are going to be talking, again, a knowledge-based one, and we're going to be talking BIPs. BIPs are birdies to end position inside of GameForge. This is a stat which you will be able to understand it's kind of a comprehensive stat that actually says my ability to make birdies so how many birdies do i have in relationship to every uh to the total amount of impositions so this is a stat that kind of involves ball striking involves putting so opportunities also talks about um, your conversion rates and even absorbs some of the crazy like a chip in and, and things like that so again the beauty of bips is it's your ability to create birdie i know a lot of people say birdies are not important uh birdies you shouldn't try to make birdies um, birdies really aren't a true game plan until you break 76 ish so inside of the Game Forge player series, it would be shooting, you know, right around, you know, that would be the advanced player kind of shooting that 76 to 78 zone, somewhere in that 74 to 78. Uh, the elite player is going to pick it up, need birdies, and of course, if you want to play professionally, you got to find a bunch of birdies. So kind of the concept is, is yes, as I get better in golf, yes, as my scores get lower, I need to come up with a good concept, a good understanding of how well I convert birdies, and to us, BIP rate is... The number one way to do that so first question is is where do birdies come from 85 percent of all birdies come from roughly 20 feet and in on the green in regulation so yes we're going to get a couple long putts yes we're going to get some chip ins yes we're going to get some other ways to create birdies but really the way that we make birdies we have to have a large percentage of shots inside of 20 feet and then we have to convert at a certain rate to capitalize on those opportunities. So again, uh, you know, if you're new to GameForge or you're new to hearing any of this, this concept of opportunities and conversion is really what we base all of our scoring models off of. How many opportunities do I have? If they're high or are they low, let's address that. How, what are my conversion rates? High, low, let's address that. And again, this is how we can start to separate your training and get you ready 
to bring your game to the next level, right? So where do birdies come from? On the putting green, basically, inside of 20 feet. Uh, something we talk about, so so what is an imposition? So you'll hear us talk impositions all the time. Imposition is my ability to hit a shot within 20 feet in regulation. So basically, how often am I inside of 20 feet? The average touring professional is going to be right around 7. Um, the best in the world are going to be pushing 8. The average D1 collision is actually going to be closer to 8. Um, a good junior amateur would be somewhere in the you know, 6 category. Um, an elite junior would be higher. But then again, as we start going down, if I shoot right around 80, it'll be about four in positions, four and a half. Um, so what we've got to start to understand is as I'm progressing through the different levels, what does it look like? How do I, what are my in positions and what are, what are my goals? And can I train to that better? So an in position is inside of 20 feet. And then we also talk conversion rates um, is how often do I convert inside of that? So we're going to uh, take you on an adventure here in a second. And then again, a comprehensive piece to this is what we call bit rate, birdies to in positions. How many birdies did I have in relationship to the total in positions, right? So if I created four birdies and I had eight in positions, I converted my bit rate was at 50%. That would be low level tour player. That would be extremely high level college player. Um, if I had four birdies and I had 10 in positions, just to make my math simple, that would be 40%. Now I'm looking at a conversion rate like a collegian. And that's what we kind of start to see with the better collegians is their ball striking is way through the roof. And you can see that their birdie conversion rate is much lower. So again, as we start to understand where we are, we need to say, what is this imposition game? What is our conversion rates? And then I think a lot of times too, what I'm getting ready to show you is what we call our BIP calculator is at what rate BIP do I need to find four birdies or three birdies or two birdies or whatever level I'm at, I need to find a certain number of birdies. How can I do that? A lot of people think they can do it different ways. I can overball strike. I can convert really, really high. But what we can show you is that basically each zone, what the players really average in that zone. And you don't see a player that's shooting 80 converting from not, you know, 9 to 20 feet at 45, 50%. It doesn't happen. The tour player is only 30%, right? So you can't expect to overperform at different levels and think you can move your scoring that way. So to move scoring, what we've really been able to do is organize what's important now, where do we need to move, and how to kind of kind of do that throughout your training reps, uh, which we'll talk about as well. So that's kind of bit rate birdies divided by in positions, right? Real simple. Um, so here's our birdie um, conversion rate calculator. I went back to a proficient player. So what is a proficient player? Pro pro uh, a proficient player, it's like a... Uh, tongue to twister right there is a player that breaks is starting to break 80 so their scoring model is going to be basically 84 to 80 so what we can see is their in position rate i have so in positions go down the left bar conversion rate bit conversion rate is on the top bar right so what we know is they convert between well they create roughly four to five in positions about four and a half so i lit up both and their putting conversion rate for bip is about 20 percent so they make roughly 20 percent of their putts um, but, you know, if we drop balls randomly between one foot and 20 feet, right? So what does that equal? Them making one birdie per round. So again, as a proficient player and as a coach, you can see that pretty much if you kind of look all around there where the, where the pieces cross, pretty much they're converting basically, they're creating only one birdie. So there's not a lot of room for them to really, really overperform. Now, if they start converting at 30%, they might or actually they'd have to convert closer to 40% of all their putts 
um, for BIP to be able to create two birdies. The problem with that is nobody, you know, when we start getting to 40% conversion rates, we're really getting to low digit handicappers, right? So a player that's shooting 80 is probably not going to convert high enough to create two. So they're going to create one birdie. So as a coach for a proficient player is creating that birdie scenario inside of training really that important? Probably not because they're basically going to find one birdie no matter what, right? So what we can see is even if they have a bad putting day and they sit, hit, still hit five in positions, they're probably still going to walk away with one birdie at 10%, right? So they, you know, and then again, they might at 30% conversion rate one day at five, they might reach two birdies. And again, they're just going to kind of play around in that zone because their opportunities are relatively low. Think about it. Of 18 green possibilities, they're hitting roughly four in positions. And so we could do the math, what percentage is that? It's pretty low, right? Four, four and a half. So again, as a proficient player, to me, bit rate conversion is not that big a deal unless it's at zero. If it's under the 20% rate, that might be something to look at. Uh, but more so than not, not a big deal. So now we're going to move to an advanced player. So the advanced player now is going to be shooting basically 75 to 79, 76, 79, kind of in that category. So what we can start to see with an advanced player is they're actually starting to find two birdies, right? Proficient players finding one, an advanced player is starting to push two. And the reason they do that is they actually pick up about one in position. They average about five and a half and they actually convert at a higher level at 30%. So what we can see with an advanced player is they're going to their good rounds they're going to find their average round they're going to find two. Their bad rounds or their bad conversion opportunity days they're probably going to find one birdie and then on really really special putting ball striking days they might be able to sneak into three three birdies. But that's what an advanced player does, right? This is why again when people say birdies are not that important they really aren't until we really start getting past the advanced player. Because now, you know, bo getting bogeys and doubles out of the system is much more influential on the game because you can you can save strokes faster that way. Because, again, birdie conversion rates are so low all the way to the advanced player. Again, not a huge category that we're going to look at to get a player better inside of, you know, the concept of getting them better faster, right? The advanced player, again, we're going to keep doing what we're doing, getting rid of big numbers. But understand, this is where um, birdies are starting to appear, and we're starting to see why. We have more opportunities. Now we're at five, um, five and a half opportunities opposed to four and a half, and our, we convert 10% better on average. So that's your advanced player. Now we're going to move to the elite player. Now birdies are really starting to matter. So what are we starting to see? Again, we've picked up one and a half more opportunities. Now our birdie opportunity is at seven. So we're getting close, you know, in the in the 40% range of opportunities and we're converting at 40%. So that's really kind of a cool component is um, at seven in positions at 40%. Now we're finding three birdies. Now birdies are really, really starting to matter. On a bad day, maybe we're converting a little bit lower, we're going to find two. And on a good day, we convert a little bit higher on the putting green or give ourselves a little bit more opportunity. Now we're looking at four birdies. So what we're, we're really starting to see, as the player is getting better, opportunities are going up and our conversion rates are going up. So henceforth, we make more birdie. So now birdie is really a game plan, a training model starting to pick up an advance but elite player you as a coach or as a player need to have concepts and understanding of what is my bip rate am i creating more in positions so let's say i'm creating nine in positions and i'm still only averaging three birdies 
Well, I'm converting at maybe 30%. So maybe I need to increase my putt conversion rate. So I got to look at short putts, medium putts for birdie, see what that looks like. Maybe my opportunities are at six, uh, but I'm actually converting at 50%. So I'm overproducing on birdies for this level. I'm starting to putt it like a touring professional. Cool. An elite player, you could definitely do that. So we're, we're converting at 50%, but my opportunities are low. So the beauty of this is we're going to say opportunities are in positions. And then again, our ability to create birdie is our BIP conversion rate. So again, understanding this component will give you clarity inside of training. And if we have clarity inside of training, now we have concepts that are open. We understand now we can come up forth with a really good game plan. And we'll talk about that in the next video. And then the final thing is if you're working with tour pros, they're going to average between seven, right around seven in positions. The better players in the world might be pushing eight. Um, people struggling for their cards are going to be looking in the six category. Not a lot of wiggle room there, but you can see at seven and they convert at 50%, they're finding roughly three and a half to four birdies per round. That's kind of how they do it. So to be able to play professional golf and really maintain there, you really need to find three and a half to four birdies every time you tee it up. Um, so you can really see at seven in positions at 50%, they're finding four. But they're really good rounds. What we start to see is, let's say their in positions get to eight and their conversion rate gets up to 60 to 70%. That's what it takes to win on tour. That's where they're starting to find five and 6%. So typically when the tour player goes really, really low, they pick up a slight bit of impositions, but what we start to see is their putting goes through the roof. They start making lots and lots of putts. They convert at a higher level and make more birdies. So again, as a coach, what we've got to get them to understand is what are our opportunities, what are our conversion rates, and then inside of putting, are we sound enough and ready enough? Is the game good enough with read speed start line from 20 feet and in that when the day when it is all firing, when everything's working really well, are we finding that five, six, seven birdies? Um, I know we've gotten a lot of pushback in the past about total birdies that need to be made and things like that. But if you want to win on tour, if you want to win collegiately, you've got to find five to six birdies. That's what it looks like. You're going to make bogey. You're going to make one to three bogeys every time out. Collegiate player, tour player, one to two bogeys most of the time when you tee it up. But to win on tour, to beat the field, the cut line by four each day, we've got to find five to six birdies. Um, so where are we going to do that? Opportunities versus conversion rate. This is where these charts are so really important. So again, do not train a proficient player to tour stats. They don't have the opportunities. They do not have the conversion rates. It's mean. It's not It's not fair to them. What we've got to understand is they convert at 20, and these are their imposition rates. We're trying to find one birdie. If they're averaging one birdie as they're playing, great. They're doing their job. So what we need to do is peel off the other areas. Now if they're now if they're an advanced player and they're averaging less than one birdie, that's a piece we got to look at, right? Because they should be pushing two. So then again, is it opportunities? Is it conversion rate? So again, if we understand, so the concept is if we understand BIP and we understand what their conversion rate and their imposition rates are, and they're meeting or or surpassing those goals, this is not a training piece that we need to spend a lot of time on. We're going to pay attention to it. We'll build on it. But it wouldn't be a focal point. This would be a benchmarking. Keep doing what we're doing because it's working. Now, if we're failing miserably or we're trailing well behind in a certain component, now we can start to peel that back as we're breaking 80, as we're starting to make more birdies. So, again, this is how you would apply this chart uh, to training your player or you as a player to understand where you need to be. Um, so what we're going to do in the next video is we're going to take 
Um, I'm going to take a proficient player. We'll take a tour player. We'll take a high-end collegiate player, you know, elite player, an advanced player, and we'll see how to apply um, BIPs to them. And is this basically it'll be a, a good test for you to understand for this player is BIP rate going to matter? And if BIP rate does matter, can we figure out what component is missing? Where can we get them better? So really what I want to do with this, with this series is understand the concept, apply it, so you as a coach or a player will be able to look at this and apply this GameForge components um, to your training. And again, our goal is always to get you to the next level. So this will provide a little bit more insight. And so inside of training, is it relevant? So is BIPs relevant, right? If it is relevant, let's be efficient. Is it opportunities? Is it conversion rates? Is it both? It, then let's actually come up with a productive training session. So we're going to talk about how to train it. Maybe there's a certain zone inside of approaches. Maybe there's a certain zone inside of putting that we can address and it will close those gaps quickly. And always we want to simulate golf, right? Put you inside of assessments and different training and skill building uh, lessons and, and games that simulate golf so you can apply that the knowledge and your performances when you actually go play golf. One, we've simulated it in your brain. You can say, I've made this putt 40% of the time, so I know inside of playing I should be converting at a high level, whatever. you know. So again, we always want to simulate golf so we can take these lessons to the golf course because if we don't simulate golf, a lot of times our training does not transfer over to the golf course. So again, my question is, is what are we training? So we always want to simulate that. So those are our training reps. Uh, so once again, Next week, I'll release the case study video behind this, but I wanted to give you the concept of BIPs. Uh, I think BIPs is an area that people get really confused about. Some people overemphasize BIPs. Some people underemphasize BIPs. BIPs is just a good comprehensive drill of your ability to create birdie. Um, so I hope this was helpful. So this is called Training Reps. And like I said, I'm, I'll bring the case study next week, uh, breaking out the proficient player all the way to tour player. And then we'll see how good you are at interpreting GameForge data and then being able to apply that to a training model. Thank you so much. This has been a Fuel Production.